For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. President Biden canceled plans to travel to Chicago so he can keep negotiating with members of his own Democratic Party over historic $3.5 trillion social services and climate reconciliation bill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has promised the more conservative members of her Democratic caucus that the House will vote tomorrow on a separate hard infrastructure bill of about a trillion dollars. Progressives are balking at voting on that measure unless there's a deal on the $3.5 trillion plan. On the House floor, New Jersey Democrat Josh Gottheimer urged lawmakers to come together to vote for the hard infrastructure plan. We need to get everyone on board this week, Democrats and Republicans, because this bill is simply too important for our country and our future. There is nothing partisan about fixing our roads and our bridges and tunnels. There's nothing partisan about investing in fighting climate change, this, which this bill does. There's nothing partisan about making sure that we have the resources we need for our economy to run and for people to get to work every day. Texas Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee said lawmakers should back both bills, noting some of the provisions of the $3.5 trillion reconciliation proposal. I want to be able to not give short shrift to the two years of free pre-K and two years of free community college paid for giving Americans the front end and giving the opportunity to be able for some to be in college for the first time. Then moving on to historically black colleges of their choice or other colleges of their choice. And what about the federal Medicaid program when 12 states failed to opt in during the Affordable Care Act and left a trash heap of desperate people, not the people desperate, but on the heap of despair, no health care. Washington Democrat Pramila Jayapal, chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, said they have the votes to derail the infrastructure bill unless it comes with Biden's broader reconciliation proposal. Backing that position, Senate Budget Committee Chair Bernie Sanders also urged a no vote unless there's agreement on both. All eyes are on Democratic Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. They say the price tag for Biden's $3.5 trillion plan is too big, but they're publicly quiet about a number they can live with. Biden met separately with the two at the White House again yesterday. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is sounding an urgent call for Congress to raise the U.S. government's borrowing limit. Senate Republicans are refusing. They say Democrats can do it on their own. Nadia Ramlagan reports. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is warning congressional leaders that lawmakers have until October 18th to raise or suspend the debt limit. At that point, we expect Treasury would be left with very limited resources that would be depleted quickly. America would default for the first time in history. She added that without action, the default would likely trigger a recession. But Republican leaders, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, continue to push back, rejecting Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's request for a vote to suspend the debt limit. The debt ceiling they're going to have to raise on their own is about the future and not the past. I'm Nadia Ramlagan for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. The San Jose City Council has apologized to Chinese immigrants and their descendants for the city's role in the 1887 arson that destroyed the city's largest Chinatown. 
The city had five, but the largest one was built in 1872. Five years later, the city council declared it a public nuisance and unanimously approved an order to remove it to make way for a new city hall. Before officials acted, the thriving Chinatown was burned down by arsonists, destroying hundreds of homes and businesses and displacing about 1,400 people. Connie Young Yu says her grandfather was one of those affected. My grandfather never expressed bitterness for the hardships he and his kin suffered during and from the Market Street fire. But I felt all these years anger, a gnawing sense of injustice, and something unresolved until now. A weight is lifted from my shoulders, and I am very grateful and very proud. The resolution of apology cites the city's role in, quote, systemic and institutional racism, xenophobia, and discrimination leading to the arson. The U.S. government has declared extinct the ivory-billed woodpecker and almost two dozen other birds, fish, and other species. The factors behind this latest and largest batch of extinctions vary. Urbanization, water pollution, logging. In each case, humans were the ultimate cause. Scientists say the climate crisis threatens to make extinctions more common as it adds to the pressures facing imperiled species. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.